everybody, and welcome to Rise of the Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Kara. And I am 3D printing again. Woo-hoo! And I'm Bradley. This episode is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yes. I, actually say, I can actually say audience <laughs> this time because we usually have one person. And, and it's audience, and I according say to audience Jeremy. To be really funny. So, yeah, we have a live well, studio I wouldn't say really funny, I would say to say words. <laughs> Wait, need to do a poll and see if my jokes are funny. Because I think do you do you want me to open up that can of worms? Let's well, do it. We, How many let, people are watching let, right let now? Let some people. I think we're the only people watching oh, right now. Of course we now. are. Let some people come in and then and we'll. We go only gave there. people about thirty seconds worth of pre-stream <laughs> notice. So. Uh, okay. You just went, you hit it, and then went right into it. Yeah, basically. Right. I think there was like forty seconds worth of countdown left when I hit stream. Fine. So, so in like a half hour. I bring up studio audience because we were going to get to a project later on that I'm really excited to talk about uh, in just a little bit, but just gonna Does talk it about the, the couch cushion. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the couch cushion. <laughs> the thing that you use to go get Grogu and pay or get paid for capturing Grogu and turning him into the Republic. Oh, a couch I was like, cushion. Couch cushion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was very I, confused until you I said- I was too. Yeah. I was like, couch cushion, Grogu. Uh, I've been trying to talk mm-hmm. with my hands. I've been watching, so I love- You shouldn't, you talk with your hands. No, I'm trying to talk more. I've probably got trouble. You. No, no. So you guys know how much I love Top Gear, right? Yeah. So no, I don't. I know, right? James May has his own show. Jeremy Clarkson has Clarkson Farm. You got James May. He went to Japan, and now he's in Italy. So this morning, while Kara was getting ready for the day, Chip and I watched James May in Italy, and it's just watching the Italian people all really enjoy life. He's looking for what did I say? The Dolce, Dolce Vita. Dolce Vita. I think that's what you said. The sweet life. It's probably wrong. What I'm trying with to Zach describe. Zach and Cody. Ha. <laughs> Uh, but they, you know, they have this thing where they have like, you know, the pursuit of, you know, of, uh, you know, a sweet life or a good life. And, and he's on a yacht and he's like, I think I'm off the, Amal- uh, the Amari coast, Amalfi. Amalfi coast, man, Karen just knows everything. She love you love Italy. I do love Italy. Um, anyways, he spills his wine and gets all over his trousers and his nice sports jacket. And he's like, nah, this is not it. <laughs> and then, um, he goes back and his tour guide is sitting by a Vespa and he, he's, you know, James May studies him. He's like, oh man, that guy looks like he's just super happy. And he goes, yeah, I'm just, I'm with my company and my friends and family and I've got my little Vespa and just like how much he just enjoys living out. And then I learned the first time ever, I told the story about the- The first time you've ever learned, huh? The first time ever, uh, that Vespa stands for wasp. Yeah, you did tell me that this morning. I did not know that. And then the full car version of a Vespa is named like an, an, an Alma or something. It's a bee. So there's the wasp and the bee. I didn't know Vespa made a car. They, it's a, it's not a car. It's like um, Chris, look it up. It's like a tuk tuk, but in Italy. The Italian oh. for B is ape. Look up. <laughs> it is. I'm not even kidding. Look it's up, Jeremy. Look, look Italian up. for B is ape. Look up. Maybe it's not a, t- but look up Vespa equals wasp or something. What? Vespa car. That's it. A little three three tire thing. So that, no, the, it, the, oh, that's four tire. V e s p a should mean wasp. Vespa meaning maybe. Vespa translation. Oh, you guys. I'm okay, just, just you. Know, like, yeah, Vespa means wasp. There you go. Good job. But what what language? Because obviously not Italian. No, Italian English. But what was ape? B. I told you. <laughs> B is ape. <laughs> oh well, the Italian version. Oh. <laughs> I'm now tracking. <laughs> the Vespa is the thing, and ape is the other one. Yes. Being B. Yes. I thought you meant, B and wasp are so similar. <laughs> I thought you meant that the translation for a Vespa was ape, 
Not wasp. No. <laughs> All right. So while we're talking about things, the the Star Wars thing we're talking about today is the is the ten the ten biggest creature and monster threats of Star Wars. So since we have this giant Star Wars background, and we okay. started off as a Star Wars cod podcast, we specifically talk out. about Star Wars to maintain yep. our relevancy to mm-hmm. our initial our, our credibility, roots. As, our roots, yeah. our roots. All right, Chris, what do you got? All right. Well, so I just wanted to—I just wanted to tease that. If you I wanted to finish your Vespa story. Oh, what did you do, Kara? Nothing. I see, did so nothing. You, we can see people. Some Kara redeemed a, a crazy mouth uh, thingamajiggy that changed my mouth. And did it go to you too? What's that? Yeah, it goes to Kara too. <laughs> people, and then there's bananas, and then bald caps, which don't affect me because I'm already short on hair. I'm already bald. Um, anyways. I forgot where I was going. B me. <laughs> B means ape. Did you do that? No, Chris did that. No, I didn't. No, Kara did it. <laughs> um, no, I was just talking Tiffany's with my hands. here. I was talking with my hands. That was the whole point of, of the you Italy talking about story. James May was in Italy. I'm trying to talk with my hands Italians more. Italians are very passionate, very... Oh, so James... Mamma mia spaghetti Luigi. <laughs> he went to learn how to make goat's milk, and his translator told the people making the goat's milk they were doing it wrong and they got into an argument. It was absolutely incredible. So James May pulls him out and he's like, got a little uh, heated in there. What was going on? It was like, oh, it's just, it's just, in Italy, it's just very important that, you know, like we communicate just really raw. And I just didn't think, I just think they could have done it better or whatever. And so, yeah, his translator was arguing with the goat people on how to make (laughs) goat's cheese. It was so funny. Mm -hmm. It was so funny. Anyways. All right. So Chris, take us into the star Wars and then we're going to move on to story time. I I have some dungeons and dragons stories. So there's the bald filter. And if I cover my eyes, I can give it to Kara. Oh, can you? Oh man. (laughs) Uh, stuck with the ball. It doesn't do much. It takes, you guys see? Okay, your, I just want to make sure you guys can see too. Just gets so. rid of your eyebrows. See? No eyebrow, Jerry. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, yes, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I you. love your mullet. <laughs> I got ear hair. <laughs> I just like Jeremy. Jeez. Oh, it's sad. Gosh, okay. like, I have to trim these things, otherwise they'd be overgrown. My poor ears. So since my dad doesn't watch this, I feel like I can totally embarrass him without him finding out. So I, I've been my dad's personal barber for the last few years because I've cut my own hair since I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just gets like like a one setting buzz. Right, it takes no time at all. But like so. Recently, he's been demanding that I trim his ear hair as well. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is, I'm going to see a therapist at some point about this. There's no child should have to trim his dad's <laughs> ear hair. At least it's not nose hair. That's true. That's coming next. And so I'm It'd be dangerously t- close to his mustache. Girl, I'm going to tie Italy and ear hair together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was standing in line to go to the Coliseum. And I was behind a dude that had literal bushes coming out of his ears. Ugh. Bushes. It was like he took cotton balls and he stuck them in his ears and it's just like. <laughs> well, so Italians are known for being on the hairy side. So you're saying that for the rest of your life, when someone says ear hair, you think of Coliseum Italian. I do. Cotton Forever. Yep. That's Forever. crazy. Yep. Well, and so you guys, so I, before the pandemic started, I used to go to Great Clips or wherever to get my hair cut. 
and I would just get a cut. Now Kara does it to save money. Now he a, comes to awesome cuts. A, you don't have to wait in line <laughs> He goes anymore. to average cuts. <laughs> um, but back in the day when I got my hair cut, uh, as I got older, I didn't realize that I like no one had ever trimmed my eyebrows. I didn't trim my eyebrows. No one trimmed my eyebrows. They were just crazy eyebrows. And I once had a woman who was cutting my hair and she got done. She didn't ask. She just did. She just cut my eyebrows. And I'm sitting in a chair going, I'm like, is she just... Did she just shave off my, shave my, off my <laughs> eyebrows? And she goes, oh, there, isn't that so much better? I hope you don't mind. And I was, I, I looked at her and I'm like. Southern galley? Yeah, she was. She was a Southern galley. Oh, really? And, and okay. I was like, All right. I don't believe it. I'm like, I actually really appreciate it. I'm like, is that <laughs> something that I can request? And she says, absolutely. Yep. And now so, I trim his eyebrows for him. We can never remember if we trim with a three or a five. It's a, it's too close of a mistake to so, make. We just err on the air on the side of five. <laughs> you just do a zero, right? Just go, and then it can look exactly like the bald filter. Even though you guys both, uh, Tiffany says, so. Jody says the brow cut is a game changer. It is a yeah. game changer. Um, American Chris Hansen says, uh, "Hello there, how is everyone?" <clears throat> hello there, how is everyone? <laughs> nice. Chris, that was a good hello there. General hello, Kenobi. American Chris Hansen. We're good. I I can't get dropped to work. That's that's fine. Take us into Star Wars, and then I've Wait, got Wait, do we stories. have a technical difficulties emote? No, we definitely no. do now. Oh, we do! Boom! I made it. And that one got auto-approved, but all of the, <laughs> like, slight update versions of existing emotes, hey. it's like, oh, no, 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 we got to check those. Brad is there using it. I was going to say, technical difficulties is so, thanks to Brad. So, he Brad, if, if, if that isn't is the number Brad's one emote, emote Brad... After you've been requesting it for a year, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so Brad, here's what I want Chris to do. You know, we got the tangent crystals. I want him to, if we're having a lot of issues, <laughs> I want there to be a tangent crystal redemption where the whole entire screen goes to looking like that and it says technical difficulties across the whole thing. I, I think it'd be great. I think people would do it. And we should have that tone that it does. You know, that or whatever it does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Tiffany, I believe that it's mod control only for the voice change, so I went ahead and kicked that on there for you. <laughs> oh, so, so is this, did you do the really deep one, or did you, which one did you do? I think this is a high-pitched one. So, the, <laughs> I don't know if I told you guys this or not, but when I was messing around with the, um, the pilot one, it's supposed yeah. to sound like you're talking, like, in a cockpit or whatever. Uh-huh. I forgot that Ryan and I were playing with it before the podcast and made it sound like the National Weather Service, like, an alert voice or whatever, which is completely unintelligible <laughs> when we're yes. using it. So there's, like, several two-minute chunks where you, you just have no idea what we're saying. <laughs> you made but Tiffany's day. She just said you're the best, Chris. It's like the, uh, the adults in Peanuts. Wah, wah, in wah, 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 yeah, wah, wah. except like really annoying and like robot sounding like <laughs> It's probably because we talk too fast It might be. Hey, our voices are normal again <laughs> uh, Brad says or just make cracks in the screen and the beep of the start There you go. That's true. That's true. All right. Are we ready to get into the top 10 like scariest monsters of Star Wars? Yes, sure. Let's do it. All right, should I pull up that list thing that I've been using? Or? Yeah, do it. Pull it it's up. It's nice having that as a visual. Okay, so this is going to be full of, this is like the planets that mattered the most or something. So. I did. And we got rid of them. Oh, we. we yes, you're reading <laughs> that. Stream crashed. Brad? Uh-oh. Not actual crash. Oh, no. That crashed. Hey, It'll be a shame if somebody doesn't uh, tip or do another redeem. Otherwise, the, it'll just stay crashed forever. What a shame. <laughs> What a shame. Chris, I did get some feedback from maybe a certain someone 
around here that Hoth could have been on the list, Chris. Uh, but Hoth could have been on the list, oh. but then what would we have kicked off? Camino? Probably Camino. Yeah. I mean, that is where the clone... I mean, without Camino, though, the Clone Wars would never have started. Oh, do you not like the chipmunk filter, Brad? Is that offensive to your better senses? <laughs> Poor Bradsworth. It's, it's, we're normal again, aren't we? A uh, normal voice, but yeah. we're, we're still... I mean, we're not uh, normal we're still people. Oh. quote-unquote, crashed. So. <sighs> All right. Somebody has to redeem something or cheer or do something. Otherwise, the stream will never <laughs> be unfrozen. It's still there and I redeemed. Oh, there it is. Okay. I, I have to manually. Now I'm a banana. Uh, you are a banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I'm excited for these beasts. Cam, thank you for the cheer. I hey, appreciate it. Is Cam here? He is here. Cam, yeah. Cam, Cam by the way, I have to fight you because we both dibs the number one piece of Beskar. And I got real sad when it got promised to you. But. But I think I got the better one coming. I get the prototype. That's right. So I'm getting zero of zero. And as you know, if you can divide by zero, you win. I'm telling you, there's that much. And we're going to talk about that. Taco. I'm excited because I was, I was going through the list of who wants them. And I've been do, going through people's feelers. There's a banana. Going through people's feelers. And uh, putting, it, putting my feelers out there to see people's interest in this project. And it's like we have Gabe and Frankie. We have people who watch from uh, California, uh, uh, Georgia, Puerto Rico. Um, occasionally over in England. That's right. Yeah, vocal, which yeah. he was streaming earlier today. He was this morning at yeah, like, was, ah. I think my alarm went off at 630 or my notification that he was streaming. I was like, that is far too early for me. Thank so you. So I would imagine. Yeah, Brad says, stay out of my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> put my feel, put my hands in people's feelers. Um, got my right. eyes and everybody's fingers. And his pulse is on the heartbeat of the internet. Yep. I have a shirt about that. <laughs> All right, Chris, beasts of Star Wars. Okay, okay so number 10. Again, like we, we might end up re-ranking this, we might not. The number 10 scariest monster in Star Wars, the Wampa. I'm going to already think he should be higher on the list, but I'll Same. keep waiting to see what comes up next. Like, I mean, Millennium Falcon, <laughs> Falcon is number one. What? Millennium Falcon is number one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Like, it could be anything. It could be a character and a ship. Oh, he said also from Maryland. American Chris Hansen is watching from Maryland. Oh, from Maryland. Maryland. There now we go. Know. Now yep. we know. Chris, this actually ties well into uh, the game we had planned. That is time. why I did it. Solid. Nicely done. Solid. So number nine. Any guess what it is based on that? Rancor. The Rancor. Did, that, did this work well, backwards? How are these two at the bottom? This is backwards list. Unless 10 is scariest and it goes down from there. What the heck? Well, I already have beef with number eight. Okay, well, go for it. Wrath Tars? The, the Wrath Tars. Those weren't introduced until seven. I don't <sighs> think Wrath Tar would be on it's the list. It's a meatball that can eat. With 10 I, I would put Gundark above Wrath Tar. And I, all they do... Right, thank you very nothing. much. Chew the power cable. Well, those are Minox. Minox, Minox you're right. yeah. I've never seen one. Hello, also fellow Chris. Who? What? Oh, Chris Hansen is talking to me. Oh. You don't, just don't pay attention. All right. Uh, number seven. Oh, I don't even know. What is that? Um, let's, I'm just trying to see if there's... Okay. Ackley? I mean, I've heard it. Oh, the Ackley. That's the green oh. from episode two. 
It's that thing. The thing that I cannot it's like, it's beat like in territory battle to spider. save my life. Is it technically Ackley or is it all three? Ackley, Nexu, and Reek. Did they? How? What? They have names? Is that what that is? Or? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Well, no. Ac- the three of them are always lumped together. So yeah, the that, Nexus, they are lumped together. So what's a Rexu and a Leek there? So, Nexu and a Reek. So the Reek is the one with the horn that looks like a rhino. And then the Neku is the one cat that scratches Padme. I'm beginning to realize that Star Wars has a thing for rhino creatures. Because it looks like a lot like a mud horn. Exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the Ackley, yeah, is the bug that Obi-Wan cuts I its. am shocked you know this. I, Why I, would I not know that? I mean. I, I didn't know it. I didn't know it. I mean, I'd heard the name, but I couldn't tell you what creature it was. I've definitely. Uh, I can, Jer- Jeremy I can is hear. secretly his favorite monster or his favorite movie is episode two? Clone Wars. Episode There's two. nothing wrong with that, even if it was. But I can hear the Ackley screech when Obi-Wan is fighting him. Like that. Yeah. Like, like, I can't do Star Wars sounds. But That the, was nice, Jeremy. The, that was real nice. It sounded like a 25 oh, horsepower Johnson which, motor. So you know how Obi-Wan does like the lightsaber twirl and then does like the point. It looked like you're trying to Spider-Man. Uh, well, he does the, I don't have a lightsaber. I need it, you know, to like. There's two sitting right over there. Well, anyways. Wait, uh, I saw just Maybe today on Reddit a scene where Anakin was walking up while they were filming um, and, uh, maybe the new Mando and he was spinning his sword and he, he hit poor Hayden Christensen uh, right between his legs. Oh, no. It was really funny. Oh. McGregor did? Yeah, he bonked him because he wasn't paying attention and he was spinning. So. <laughs> right in the twins. That's right. Got, got, we Anakin. got Luke and the Leia. That's oh, my right. gosh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so number six. If you know what this is, Jeremy, I will give you <clears throat> some respect. If you put in a Z, I'll be happy. Nope. Krikna? I do not know what that is. I, so here's what the description says. Wait, there's not a picture? There is a picture, but I'm going to give you the description oh, first okay. to see if you okay, can tell, okay. me, tell me what it is. Seen first in Rebels in The Mandalorian Chapter 10, The Passenger. Seen first in Rebels, that's the first sentence. In the Mandalorian, Chapter 10, The Passenger, these spider-like creatures attack Din Djarin and the child on the ice planet of Maldo Kreese. They're the spiders? The spiders from the ice. Like, that's number one for me. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. So I, here, I didn't remember that they existed until I read that description. Yeah. So, But then you do remember from the episode. I do, and it's a scary episode. Well, that's the one I felt super bad because Grogu was eating all the ladies' reptilian eggs. Yeah, what <laughs> a jerk. He's munching them. He's all like, his- oh, let me just kill your whole family real quick for lunch. Oh, man. What are we going to do with that little guy? Oh, Grogu. Brad, uh, Brad clipped the high-pitch filter version of us for some reason. Oh, did he? <laughs> I'm glad he didn't So we can hear how wretched we sound? <laughs> sound effect. Oh, we should have done high pitch of that. No. All right. Number five. There's your Z. Zillow Beast. That's number one oh, for me. Oh, I love it's the Zillow Beast. It's not even scary, beast. though. No, but it's, he's got bulletproof lightsaber proof armor. He's just armor. misunderstood. He just wants to be left alone, and Palpatine is exploiting him for his armor. Yep. All right. I love the Zillow Beast. I, he's not scary to me. He's just a poor, misunderstood lizard. I think he was overrated. I loved him. He was so nice. All right, Brad says that I need to play that clip because it's a trap. So now give me one second to play this clip. <laughs> Do we trust Brad? Bradsworth. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good clip, Brad. That is a good clip. All right, I guess I have to listen to it later. It's a... <coughs> 
he called it high pitch filter because <laughs> it's when you were like, I'm shocked that you know that. And Jeremy's like, how would I not know that? And he's like, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So now clips, that, he clipped that, right? He did. So that will appear on the page. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, when we're done with the stream, I just need to like approve the clip and it'll go out. So at any given point, they can just hit a button. Anybody watching can hit a button and it like records. You can set like the last 10 to 30 seconds and then it posts it to the, the, your page for you. And so you can save your cool video moments just highlighted. So <laughs> if you want to see it from their perspective, once the show is over, it'll be on the front page of the Twitch stream. It's kind of fun. All right. Do you know what this is? That's it. Sando? I don't know. It sounds rough and coarse and gets all you, over everything. <laughs> Isn't that the thirst mutilator? It's what plants yeah, crave? That's Brondo. Oh, Brondo. <laughs> so you definitely know what this is. I'm going to say there's always a bigger fish. That's that one? The really, really big fish that just like... That is terrifying. That thing is incredible. As a kid, yes. Sando Calrissian, the <laughs> fourth scariest monster in Star Wars, apparently. It is terrifying. Just, yep. I th that joke takes all of his scariness away from me. <laughs> Just the name. Yep. No, the there's always You're a bigger specifically fish. your joke. No, the joke that Qui Gon makes about there always being it's a bigger fish. Ah, that. got it. And um, it's not going after them; it's going after the bigger fish. Oh, I'm surprised this is number three. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sarlacc. Sarlacc. Oh man, the Sarlacc. What an interesting I mean, relationship. I don't know. I mean, the idea of being digested for a thousand years is absolutely terrifying. Granted, you'll die long before that, but. Unless somehow it keeps you alive for a thousand the years. The Sarlacc. Maybe that's how Palpatine, there's a Sarlacc inside of the energy core. Well, what they, the what they did, star. they took that's some of the Sarlacc funny. venom or whatever, or the acid in its guts, and they narrowed it down to some sort of anti-aging cream for Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's bored of it. Maybe it's Palpatine. <laughs> yes. The Sarlacc pit for me suffers the same, um, you know, as the original trilogy, George Lucas remade it, right? So our first thing, it didn't have the beak. When we first yeah. saw it, it didn't have the beak. It was There's literally just a pit. Yeah, it was yeah. just a pit. And then you just had like the claws and then the thing grabbed Lando. Uh, and then, then we go to Galaxy's Edge and they have like a 3D model and you see the blow of it. It looks hilarious. Then it looks in, like a potato with like. Or a roasted chicken. Yeah. Underground. <laughs> sand chicken. Yeah. And then you see it in Mando or uh, Book of Boba Fett, which was cool. And Boba Fett gets out of it. Yep. But it's not scary to me. Yeah. It's a cool creature. I would put it, I would like switch that and Wampa or Rancor. Yeah, I agree. I'd agree with that. It definitely does look like a potato. See, I told you, a potato. I'm getting like chicken or. Mm. I can see how you, like, these look like chicken legs, sort yeah. of, but. So it's like, like. It's a potato that mutated with a chicken. It's a chick tato. <laughs> <laughs> a pickin? Old chick tato. Oh, I got a clear some of these things here that all of those have been redeemed okay little maintenance there all right so that was number three number two i also you guys know what this is eggs exogorth is that exogol no that, that's a planet oh no i said is it on exogol oh no i don't know what that is though based off the name if you show me a picture i'd probably know 
Oh. Oh, it's the moonworm thing? Yep, it is the crater worm. <sighs> but they fly right out of it. It's that thing not isn't even scary. That big. You're safe enough to land I in would it. move Wampa and Rancor up and Exegorth and Sarlacc down. I do like Sando and Exegorth. Sando, I agree. I mean, I know you said there's always a bigger fish like takes the scary away from you, but like, look at that thing. It's got like some ripped old body that's going to eat literally anything that comes this way. It's an underwater rancor, basically. It's an underwater fish that doesn't swim. That's true. It's like, it's just so weird to but me. But it will kill like, you anyways. I'm going to evolve the bipedal motion underwater. It just doesn't make any sense to me. That's Unless true. like a rancor was like, I'm going swimming and this never came back out of the water. <laughs> I don't know. Give us number one. <clears throat> what was most important? What do you think the scariest monster is? I'm trying to think what's left. <sighs> oh, we got a wheel Who spin. We got a wheel is spin. You? Oh, and it's Cam. Cam. All right, should I spin it before we figure out the last one? Should we do the last one or do I spin? Uh, spin it, and then we'll talk okay. about the last one. Right. You guys know what this is. You've talked about it before. I'm sure. Ready? Yep. The tension is palpable. Oh. Is that charades? Charades. Interesting. Yeah, charades. Interesting is right. right so I Cam, like that we got, I, we're getting he, ones that we haven't gotten before. Oh, no, no. Cam got Pictionary last time, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. And he made me draw the strongest shape lighthouse. <laughs> All right. Are we doing number one and then charades or charades and number Yeah, we'll do well, number Cam one. Well, Cam needs to give Chris what he wants him to charades. Yeah, uh, DM me on uh, Discord, Cam. And, uh, or no, yeah, DM me and then I'll have Jeremy act it out for Kara. Oh, I like that. That's hilarious. All right. <laughs> oh, good morning, Swanky. Hello, Swanky. Swanky. I want to show Swanky to this project here. Um, all right. So the letter K doesn't help you? No. Oh, is it the, um, the dragon, the, uh, crate dragon? Crate dragon. Great dragon. dragon. As seen in Mandalorian, not able to eat. But I remember that game from, or that uh, beast from the uh, Knights of the Republic. Yeah. You can go uh, find one on Tatooine and find the bones of one even back then. A pretty cool beast, but it's just, again, I suffer from nostalgia. And so it's like, to me, Wampa, Rancor are two of the coolest. I know it's not coolest. It's scary. Which one of these would you least want to run into in the Mm. wild? Rancor. I mean, after seeing the Rancor. So, I, well, so I'll say Crate Dragon Rancor Wampa. Yeah. That's like. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know, I see, here's, I'm not going to run into Sando. You're not going to go deep sea diving? Not with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I mean, that's how they got down there, right? They had to go way down here's to where thing. it lives. If you go, If you go deep sea diving with Jar Jar Binks, you just add some weights to his scuba gear. Kara. Nobody's going to miss him. Some people might. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, I will never forget. If it the wasn't line. for Jar Jar Binks, Palpatine would never have gained control. He, he of the is Senate. comedic relief for younger kids. The whole scene where he gets so, his so maybe stuck. Jar Jar Binks is supposed to be number one on this list. <laughs> uh, but um, the whole so here's thing a, is so Mudhorn. I think is scarier than some of these things. Who, who came up with one? I think the Mudhorn is scarier than some of these things. Yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, would you rather I run was, into a Mudhorn so or come upon a Sarlacc pit? You think the thing's gonna grab you? Right, or? that's the thing. Like, I'd rather. Also, Mudhorn is like quicksand. It's like if you know what you're looking for, you can avoid it. Right. Mudhorn, if it sees you and you're not that's the it. child, you're done. Yep. yep. And I don't care how delicious the eggs are. <laughs> Those silly beasts. I think Sith Jar Jar Binks is the scariest beast. 
Have you, you guys that seen? Rumor? No, no. But have you seen the picture of Sith Jar Jar Binks? Yeah, it looks pretty. It, it he is looks messed up. Terrifying. They did a good job. Whoever they did, did a. It is scary as heck. That's all I'm gonna say. So, do we want to re-rank these, or do we want to just move on from this? Tra- this well, tra- Exegorth and Sarlacc, I would definitely put way down. Sando, drop below. I don't know. Above the Wrath Tower, but below the Accolade next. All right, so, mm-hmm. I Reap. think we're going to go, what, uh, Rancor? Yeah. Wampa. Yep, I'm liking that. I'd probably put, I, I would put the Mudhorn, like, here. Yeah. But you're getting, would you, would you, are you going to get rid of what? I would get rid of Wrath Tower because, like, okay. that, I don't care about <laughs> there that. There you go. So, put, like, Sando there or something. I would probably like I'm I'm just cursely. And why put, did the Acklay, Nexu, and Reek get paired together? Those kind of deserve their own. I think because they're all they they show up. You only ever see them that one spot. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I already forgot what some of the other ones were. Uh, it was the. Oh, uh, so we need Sarlacc Pit again. Yep. I mean, I I, re- I think Sarlacc Pit's probably like here. That works. And then the other one was. There's a bug on me. Um, what's the other ones we got here? Zillow B, Sando. Okay, I gotta go up. More. <laughs> Rathtar, nope, you're off the list. Rancor, Wampa. What did we forget up there? <laughs> what did we miss? Crickness still on there. I think that's appropriately placed, that big spider. Yeah. Oh, the, um, the, the, um, Draw to blank, Chris. Exegorth. Oh, there you go, the Exegorth, yep. There we go. That's our list, I think. Yep. I agree. I agree. Because like Ex- Exegorth and the Sarlacc Pit are ba- both basically they're they're similar things. You have to yeah. be in a very specific cir- circumstance to be in yeah. any danger from those. Yes. Yeah. I would say arguably so to the Zillow Bees because it's like there's the one of them, and if you're not bringing it to Coruscant, that's true. It's not gonna mess with you. Well, like you said, he was a nice guy. He He's was just misunderstood. nice, just misunderstood. I'll, I'll, I'll let him be there, I guess. And then Sando, like Jeremy's saying, is like if you're not if you're not swimming around on, on Naboo, you're not gonna have any problems. It's true. Now are Rancor's whole like native to tattooing then? I don't know where You know who didn't to. make the list? Who? Umi. The thing that grabbed Luke Omi? in the Omi in the uh, trash compactor scene. She's not scary. She could have been to anybody who I watched mean, the new to Hulk. Luke. I'm sure she was Luke Han. Rancors are from Dathomir. Leia. Wait, isn't that where the Night Sisters are from? Rancors yes. are from Dathomir. Really? Yep. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. The more you know. So that makes him even more terrifying to me, since they're all like witches and crazy creepies over there. Yep. All right. Any chat da- to catch up on? Dathomir is just like the last place I want to go to. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> did that make the top ten most important planets list? That could have been I on there. I think too. it did. We, I think we did put Dathomir okay. on there. Um. So Tiff said that Jody was always freaked out by the Yislamari, Lisalmiri, Salamiri. I, I. Which one's that one from? I, I I'm horrible with names of things. I I don't know. Lisa I'm Mary. googling it now. And what did Cam say? He said, "Don't forget the what." Yuzhan Vong. I'm going to look this up now. Chris is, I think. Oh, it's like oh. a lizard. It's this thing. What were those on? Endor? Um, Dagobah? Dagobah? Planet Mirker? Mur- Mur- what movie were they in? The, these are legends. Oh, okay. So... 
Well, way to drop some sweet legends knowledge on us there, uh, Jody. I need to read more of the legends books. Well, they were canon until the well, Disney bottom. Yeah. Well, I, didn't Disney decanonize them because they killed off Chewie? Well, yeah. They, I mean, they, they could have picked just, and chosen. They just what completely to... whacked And they it. might still. They might be like, okay, we're going to recanonize this because the story's awesome. And we're going to. Well, for example, Thrawn only existed in canon mm-hmm. or in Legends. And then they brought him back from Legends into canon. Yep. But that's just getting real nerdy. That was a fun list. Okay, like so we list. have. Uh, any, so no more chat to catch up on. Um. No, yeah, so yeah, Tiff just said old world books, Thrawn kept a bunch, so. Yuzong and Vong, those are from the, the Young Han Solo trilogy, right? Oh. I believe, I believe that they're on Kessel, and they're like, they can suppress the force around them, I believe. No way. I need to check somehow that. I could that be completely sounds, wrong. That, somehow that sounds familiar to me, whether it's in a book I've read or... Yuzong, Vong, um, also... Uh, are also called the chosen race, blah, 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 and sometimes incorrectly, blah, blah, blah. A nomadic extragalactic sentient species that nearly destroyed the New Republic and responsible for the death of a lot of people. Um, wow. Are a few aliens. Oh, they originate from outside of the Star Wars galaxy. Oh. Um, they resemble a human. Then. They were yeah. taller and heavier than the average human. They were religious zealots who build mechanical technology as blasphemy. So not um, creatures necessarily. Their technical innovations were genetically engineered and purely organic. The, they deeply respected pain to the point of masochism and strove to improve their physical capabilities through organ grafting. Such grafting was a status symbol. Most notably, they were unable to be sensed through the force. Interesting. So yeah, the, there's a, I'm 99% sure that there's one um, when Han's on Kessel and trying to escape, there's a Yuzan Vong there. That so like Palpatine may have figured out how they suppressed the force or whatever because he was able to fly under the radar for so long. Well, I think they established that, like, Luke disconnected himself from the force. Like, so I think, like, Palpatine could have done something similar. Man, he whipped that back out like that, though. Yeah. It wasn't any Kenobi stuff like, I'm not sure. It was like... Hey, you leave Kenobi out of this. I'm just saying. Love that show. A great show. The dark side is easier to get powerful with. It's easy to get angry. Cam sends you the charade prompt. He told me I could pick. Oh, you can pick. So um, give me one second here. Um, You can text Jeremy. He's going to come over there and you whisper in his ear. He'll just come over here. All right, I'll come over there. All right, have fun. Yeah, somebody put Jeremy on timeout. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to do, let's do this. So I just have to get her to say that word by acting it. Yep, you can't say anything. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. That's more than enough time. Yeah, <laughs> famous that is last more words. more than enough time. All right. How go. long do you give him? Two minutes? Yep. Okay, am I gonna, where am I going to be in the <coughs> And I've got plenty of time. All we can see is Jeremy's. You can just stand like over there. I'll stand over here. Yeah, that's good. People probably want to see on the TV. All right, go ahead. All right. One word. Hammer and nail? Hammer? Just hammer? <laughs> that was too easy, apparently. I told you I didn't need two minutes. <laughs> what was it? Just like a random picker thing type? Or yeah, what? I, I, I picked easy charade words. Oh, uh. sure. Do difficult. I want a rematch. Do difficult. Okay, fine. <laughs> difficult charade words. Oh, boy. Here we go. That's your new word. All right, fine. Did you say all right, fine? You chose this. 
Nobody is forcing this on you. All right, the clock you has started. This is hard. Okay, one word. You can't. You you cannot use anvil, sweat, proud. Whoa, my God! I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Who wants me on their charades team? You you got that faster than hammer and nail. That Jeremy is, also wasted a bunch of time at the beginning of him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Woo. Jeremy puffing his chest and I'm used to seeing that. Oh, Jeremy's <laughs> proud of something again. What'd you do? Mow the lawn? Go to the bathroom? Good job. Yeah, mow he the bathroom, went potty and wiped his bum without me. Scare's <laughs> <laughs> oh used God. to seeing the, the, the pride. So we have uh, another game, but I think we'll wait a little bit. Uh, but it's fun because it ties into um, monsters. The, uh, m- uh, monsters. So uh, Kara and I, Let's take a recap on our day. We were running errands, we're running around, and we go to Target. Mm-hmm. And there's board games. We just love this. Board was games. Uh, it was and it was the day I, I go to Target. This was all Jeremy. This was all Jeremy. Oh, did you did you did you bring the card? What card? What card? The one we're super excited about. What card? The Pokemon card? No, I didn't bring it. No, that's put away. We could have showed it off. I don't well, know. We could have showed it off. Okay, we'll leave you in the dark. We'll just all continue on the story. So, Kara goes to get coffee. That's why we ran by there really quick. Yep. And so she's getting coffee. Me and yep. Chip go back. We look at the Hot Wheels. Up, Brian? Didn't see anything in the Hot Wheels that we wanted to get. Okay, nothing this week. And so, as I'm walking out, I see a board game that I knew Kara would love. It's like Wingspan. Super cool. But with plants. And put it back. Oh, fine. It's like a plant span. But yeah, plant span. Just kidding, right? And so you, you know, you, amazing attention to detail. This game went above and beyond for the price point it was at. Yeah. For attention to detail. All the, so it's, you grow plants. It's got plant cards that you get. You need to collect water and sunlight and plant food. And the suns are like real. They're not just like wooden or cardboard tokens. They're real like resin printed see-through yellow suns the blue water drops, water drops are clear individual resin, yeah. so you like bag. tactile tokens yes That's yes jeremy's the, i like aesthetically pleasing things and the, i think jeremy knew that i like the, i'm definitely form over function and jeremy's definitely function over form so he really thought about me on this one so the even the scorecard right like the book Instead of just putting it in there, they put it in a manila envelope, and it looks like a like, like a, a seed packet, like a seed packet. Oh, funny! And yeah. and then uh, anyway, so that, that game looks really fun. I mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, Kara's got to have this." Yep. Well, then the other game Kara likes that we were introduced to by um, our friends. Oh Mimi and my Josh, gosh! Whereas Villainous, and Villainous yep. has all these Disney characters, and you play as a bad guy, Jafar. Um, Ursula, you play Scar, Scar, Ursula, Jafar. They um, came out with yeah, a Star Wars one finally. So we're like, oh, yep. Star Wars. You villainous. can play as Grievous, Vader, Dooku, Grievous, Dooku, um, Moff Gideon, and who was the last one? I don't remember. There's one more. But the box is just absolutely incredible. Chris, you might like Villainous. You that each, sounds interesting. Like you get a, you play as the the villain, but you have your own set of objectives to get so to. So like Vader might be retrieve the Death Star plans. Might be your goal as is uh, um when you play as the uh hook villain, you have to uh 
capture Peter Pan? I think so. You gotta capture. So you gotta. You like, don't have to go and kill the crocodile. No, no, right? that might be like a sub. There's like usually like three sub goals, then one big. <laughs> so are you all playing as villains against each other, or is it everyone else is the good guys and one person is the nope, villain? Everybody's, everybody's a, villain a villain, trying to you, meet their goal. Okay. Trying to, meet, and you can kind of mess with other people, like putting blocks on them, so like they can't do certain things, and that really prevents them from moving forward. And it's a, it's good. And they've got, I think, like five expansions now. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Then, to wrap it all up, and the whole reason why these whiteboards are in front of us, is because we found one called Mondrosity. Huh? Like a monstrosity. 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 So Chris is going to pretend like he got mugged by a monster. He will then draw a card, and having only 20 seconds to memorize it, memorize it, and then give us some... Uh, he would describe that. That is just an example. So this is one that we, we did a couple of practice rounds earlier. A practice once early. And then Kara and I are going to act like police sketch artists and then try to draw them out. So I don't think we're going to go just yet because I do yeah. want, I have a story about my day that I want to tell. Yeah. So anyways, so I saw that and so it was just board game day today. I just like had to get these board games. And uh, anyway, and then the whole thing Kara is talking about, with the, we got a pack of Pokemon Go cards and Kara pulled a $50 Rainbow Mewtwo. Rainbow, foil, Mewtwo. It is so, amazing. V-Star. Kara, it's it amazing. Made her day. You should have heard her in the car. It, She's very excited. I'm surprised it it's not already listed on eBay. It's it going to be. It's going to be. Make the money back. Yeah. All right, Chris, story. All right, so uh, Tim recently, like, I, I don't know if you've met Tim or not, but he's a buddy of mine. I've known him for a million years. Sound he's Tim? A, what's that? Sound Tim? Yeah. Yep. And uh, so... He, like, within the last, like, month or so, sold his house in Duluth and actually moved to Cloquet. Like, he's, he lives probably about a block away from where Eric grew up. Okay. So he's on 23rd Street. So, like, if you're on whatever, he's very, very, like, if you tried real hard, you could throw a rock from one house to the other. <laughs> I don't know why you would. There'd be window damage possibilities, but you could. <laughs> so stones throw, as you'd say. Yeah, yeah, literal stones. As throw. the crow flies, my man. As the crow throws stones. <laughs> so... Um, I've been, I've gone over there a couple of times to sort of check it out. Like when they first like moved it. So actually funny side story, Tim is obsessed with his refrigerator. He has a, like, he's always just had like a normal fridge before. Okay. So this one has built in ice and water. Yeah. And he, he cannot get over how much he loves this refrigerator. It is the small things for the Vita Dolce. He's like, th he's like, this is the best part of this house. It's like, you could have just bought that fridge and not moved. Seriously. <laughs> Saved yourself $300,000 or whatever. But. I mean, growing up when my friends had ice and water in their fridge, like that was, that was for rich people. I, I feel only, like it's still for rich people. None of my fridges have that. I ours only doesn't either. We've got ours from like what? Because it's weirdly the 90s, relevant. 80s, 80s. In the episode <laughs> I watched this morning, James May said, all he wants as he gets older is a fridge with Met Makes Ice. <laughs> so apparently that really is the thing to have. So, it, so, so Tim lives comfort. by and he, now he's got this nice fridge. So I'm like, I've been over there a couple of times just sort of like hanging out. I, I, I can't for the life of me remember the movie, but like I, we did like a movie night over there, whatever. And so, like, while we're, like, talking and stuff, like, I play D&D, &D, he's played in the past, but, like, it's really hard to get, like, a consistent group of people together. Yeah. So then he was asking me, he was like, hey, it's like, do you want to come over on Saturday maybe and play? And it's like, Saturdays obviously aren't a great day for me to go out and do stuff because right. we've got this going on. Mm -hmm. So, and then Sunday, I was like, I might have had to do a work thing maybe, and that didn't end up being a thing. And then Jim's were trying to get me to do his D&D &D thing, and then we're going to go out and do the drone stuff with the Corvette. Yep. 
So I was like, well, Sunday's not really great. And he was like, well, what about tonight? Right. Which is last night, Friday night. And I was like, sure. Like, I was like, let's do it. So we go over there and we're just doing, it was just sort of like we were doing a one shot and it wasn't D and D. It was a different game called Slayers, I believe. Okay. Don't Mechanically very similar. It's a tabletop RPG, all the same role play elements and stuff. Like the die roll are a little bit different. And then instead of like D and D, you can full on, I just whacked the crap out of this camera. <laughs> you can full on like, you choose everything about your character. This has like pre-built classes, right? Yep. So it's like we kind of looked at like the the person who's running it sort of described each of the classes. So the one that I was drawn to was called so there's okay like I can't remember the other one's called. There's one that's like um sorcerer basically, and then there's a tactician, there's a gunslinger. And notice that I didn't do this around any of those. Yep. There's one that's called a doctor. Oh funny. Right? And it's a witch doctor. Or a pl- I'm sorry, it's a plague doctor, right? That's like what the character thing looks like. Like with the beacon. Yeah, yeah, but it's not okay. called the plague doctor. It's called the doctor. Funny. Right? And I was like, I obviously need to play the doctor, right? No, right. you need to play the doctor. The doctor. And then like you have to come up with your name. So I named, like other people named themselves. I named myself Watson. Watson. <laughs> so I was Dr. Watson. Funny. And then so, and because the doctor's in quotation marks, I just, in any situation, if there was an applicable type of doctoring to do, so it was like veterinarian, like medical doctor, like first responder thing, whatever, and then like psychoanalyzing people like a, like a therapist or whatever. I was doing all that. So like, I, I had no idea what I was going to be playing and immediately started being like, oh, very good. Tell me about your childhood so I can, whatever. Like, so I was doing all the, like, I ended up doing this <gasps> weird German accent for this whole thing, which I was not planning on doing. Well, That's hilarious. And so, um, and their ability is like you give people plague, die, right? And it's just like damage or healing over time, oh, depending yeah, on yeah. whatever. So it's like, it was an interesting like hybrid class, <laughs> uh, but it was, a, it was super, super fun. It was a fun game. And it was like, I just like the, the whole like doctor and quote things is probably just sort of like the small story, the major, the funniest part of this whole game. So we go to this city and like the conceit of the whole thing is like, the entire world is this one giant city, basically, right? And then districts will disappear and reappear in different places. Okay. So this new district that nobody's ever seen before has just appeared recently. And there's, like, cult activity going on there. So uh, slayers are kind of like witchers. We're, like, they're hired out to go and deal with monsters, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So our group gets hired to go and deal with these monsters. Or this, these cultists, I mean. So we go out there, and he's like, okay, so it's like, it's really foggy. It's like, it's really hard to see anything, blah, 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 blah. And we end up kind of like walking around and finding these series of like burned down, and not completely burnt down, but like burned churches, right? Okay. It's like, okay, obviously these are these cultists. And we, we learn this, like the cult of the disjointed hand, and they're running around, blah, 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 do, like, you know, destroying all these other things. And so then he's like, you guys notice in the distance an orange glow. So you're like, oh, maybe they're burning down another church. So we go running over there. And he's like, you notice that it's not a church. It's just a giant tavern, right? And you can see this orange glow emanating from the top of it, right? They're like, oh, interesting. Like through the lights or whatever. He's like, no, it's like from through the top of the building. There's this orange glow emanating. We go in and um, there's a huge bonfire in the middle, right? And all these people, it's like regular tavern. Otherwise, with yeah. a giant bonfire in the center. <laughs> And so we're like now in like investigation mode, like talking to people, looking to see if we can find any information with these cultists. And one of our players was having a few too many beverages and she was like the spellcaster. So she tries to, our tactician is like trying, he's like in Zen mode, trying to like take in all the information. Cause like that's what his class does. He can like 
Basically. How many there were you playing? What's that? How many people were playing? Five. Five. Five nice. people. So he's like, he's like, his, like, and he's like, I love the way that he RPs his stuff, the like yeah. role plays his stuff. So like, so he's just, like, just sitting there, like, silent, like, just taking in all the information because he's got to make his tactical decisions, right? Yep. So then the, the sorceress, sorcerer lady, was like, thought that there was something wrong with him, so she tries to heal him. Well, her spell backfires and freezes her. So he's like standing completely still, observing the information, and then she is frozen, like her spell backfires, so she's actually frozen next to him. So it looks like a couple of like mimes, basically, like standing <laughs> next to each other. So, and I was like, hold on a second. So this bar that we're at, or this tavern that we're at, doesn't, it has no roof, right? It's just letting this flame go out through the top, right? It was like, yeah. So it's like, you could say that this is a topless bar that we're at, right? <laughs> Funny. And I was like, oh my gosh. so then out of character, I was like, hey, Clam, do you ever see two mimes fighting each other in a topless bar? <laughs> 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 Which I think is a, a completely original sentence that has never been, been uttered said before. before, right? So two mimes fighting each other in a topless bar was oh the absolute like, pinnacle oh moment of this gosh. experience. And then I failed the deception thing. I was trying to like walk around and see if I could see the like his cultists have a tattoo on their hand. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I'm gonna subtly look around and try and see if I can see any of these tattoos. And I rolled a one, right? The like critical failure, right? Yep. So now I was like, okay, so my the witcher, the doctor is going up and just picking up people's hands and like shoving them in his face and looking at them. <laughs> and then like people were getting mad. And I was like, don't you worry about it. It's just a free health checkup. It's a complimentary of the tavern, <laughs> you know. And then like trying to deceive my way through, it, and then we get thrown out of the bar <laughs> because I'm like grabbing people's hands and looking at them. I mean. I mean, if a dude came out to me, grabbed my hand, and was like looking at it, I'd be like, A dude in a plague doctor's mask. Yeah, <laughs> I would nope out of there. There's so a lot fast. of people that are upset about it, but yeah, two mimes fighting at a topless bar. <laughs> so here's what's fun about so it's, it's, you'd say, would that be like a DD style game? Yeah, right? it's, it's a tabletop RPG. It's just not Dungeons and Dragons. It's really fun, the interaction or the, the, the situations you can end up into in these games. So, so did Tim like DM that game? No, it was a different person. Tim was playing the tactician. Got it, got it, got it. I will say, if I were to ever play a and d type game, I feel I would play as Mabel from Gravity Falls. So, and like, um, I, I have a tendency to like, over, like to act in a way that is like, just attempting to be funny, essentially, yeah. right? It's so, like, my, and like, and I also have a tendency to play like the leader type characters. So I do a lot of the interacting with people. So I was, tr I was intentionally trying to let Tim like take the lead on this, right? He's the tactician. He's like the mm -hmm. field general, like telling people what to do and everything. So it's like, I'm like, so my, I was trying to keep my interactions smaller, but it's like, I just couldn't help but be an absolute lunatic doctor <laughs> running around, like administering. Well, like, I like that. That was the one character with the plague quotes. Like that's even funny to me. And so, and that was a, that was, I almost said DLC. It was an expansion character. So uh, all the other characters that were being played were like core characters. Yeah. This was like released after the fact. So like. All of his abilities are a little bit weird by comparison to everybody else's. Yeah. So like mm -hmm. my character literally couldn't be helped by the tech, like the tactician, all they do is basically fix people's dice rolls, which is really cool. Right. Mm -hmm. Or he can hurt enemy dice rolls too. That's cool. That's so, but he couldn't fire. do anything for me basically. Yeah. Cause like my abilities are like, if you look at the rules as written, couldn't be affected by his stuff basically. But yeah, it was really cool. I, like, and it was a super fun campaign. I don't know if you guys would ever play it or not, but like, oh, like I we, we want to try it. So, but I mean, this particular module, Got like, because there's like there's pre-built stories and everything, and like, but basically, we end up like accidentally summoning this demon and having to fight it, and it was a good time. That's cool. You have a bunch of chat to catch up on. 
Do I have a bunch of chat? You have oh a my bunch gosh. of chat to catch. Oh a my bunch gosh. of chat. Okay, so um, at some point before I started telling that story, Ryan activated the voice changer on us. Ooh. Oh, that's funny. Um, and I said, you rascal. <laughs> um, let's see, drop is still not working. Uh, the Garfield one was hilarious. Oh, was it? I'm going to pull it back up. Yeah. <laughs> what does it say, Chris? I can't read it. Uh, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? And then he looks down surprised. I'm pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Poor John. <laughs> um, so Swanky says ice and water are literally the only things in my fridge. Have you been near your fridge in the last four months, Swanky? I hope it's only ice and water and not rotting food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brad said Dr. Ruth, then Dr. Oh, yep. funny. Oh, Ryan did the voice thing again. Ryan. What a turd. Oh, there's a bald Snapchat filter. Bradsworth is going to find you, and he is going to... Cam wrote a good one there, didn't he? Let's see what yeah, he said with a nat one, I would have personally said that you saw the mark on every single person, including your party. So, fortunately, we just got the bums rush. See, um, Cam knows what's up. Nat one, natural roll of a one. Look at Cam using short-term D&D language. It said, uh, you should try Palladium sometime. I like the combat system more than D&D. So... I also tend to play characters that aren't necessarily good at combat. So I would have died against the demon, except that I got saved by Tim's rolls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Solid. So, uh, so he says, I got a fridge in my condo, but I go out to eat every meal. So I don't really use it unless I pick up beer, which I already drank. <laughs> Wait, you eat out every meal? He's a single guy. It's a single guy. You so know? when you were single, you didn't eat out every day. You don't know meals. Me. Two cheeseburgers at McDonald's happened a lot. I'm just saying. I didn't eat out every meal, but... Just saying. Jeremy's fridge looked pretty barren for a long time. <laughs> he's on vacation, Kara. Well, I mean, now it's understandable. That's what he's talking about. Oh, well, Why would he cook? He's on vacation. I don't know. Just, what, what, how I'm much longer do you have on vacation, Swanky? I'm curious. Didn't you say you're going to be back by October? Something like he, that. Because he talked about coming up here in October, didn't he? I may or may not be here by the time October happens. Yeah, seriously. Let's see. Okay, so, all right. We have the monster game. Oh, I totally forgot about that. I was so excited about telling my story about mimes fighting in a Yeah, let's jump bar. to the monster game, and then I want to, <laughs> we'll wrap up um, fun okay. stuff. We still need to figure out if people think Jeremy's jokes are funny or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he says he gets, to he gets to Cali on October 3rd. So Swanky and Brad could go and fight each other. Yeah, right. Oh, no, rope climb. Winner gets to come and visit us. Rope climb. Yeah, so you can rope climb better. Yeah, that, Brad's so, good rope climber. Oh, did we ever tell that story where I was? I Brad hope so, but I'm going re, to retell it okay. while you're doing any prep that you need to do. Yeah. So we were just out in California uh, in May, and Brad, one of the guys who's watching, and we went to a beach. And we went uh, the big pier that's really famous in California, Santa Monica Pier. Santa Monica Pier. And they had this rope climb there. And he's like, you want to do a, a rope climb? You know, me versus you? I was like, absolutely. Let's go do it. So we go over there. And there is a girl who may have smoked a little bit too much weed doing the rope climb. She was, lettuce. she was by her. Is it her? And like her friend or her boyfriend was sitting there. And so she comes over and she kind of reacts. Chris is gonna wants to watch Brad and I do this rope climb. And so... I don't. How did you say it? So, I, 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 so she's like, she's like, oh, don't. She's like, oh, da, 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 like being very like shy. Right? I was like, don't worry, I'm just getting a front row seat. So, so that's <laughs> what he says to this woman. So she she gets shocked and taken aback. Like she's like, oh, 
like I'm not very good at this or whatever. And he's like, no, no, I'm just here for a front row seat. As in when she's gone, yeah, um, there's only two ropes. Then Chris is going to watch us race. She's so she's like looking at Chris like, <laughs> Yeah, baby, climb that rope. <laughs> it was like her face and her being stoned was even like, she was just like really confused. And the guy didn't care. He she was wasn't like, even you know, from here, was she? No, I, 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 she had an accent of some type, unidentifiable, but unimportant mm-hmm. to the story. It was just well. like her face was just burned into my memory from well, no, the she's pure probably like, of, everything I hear about Americans is true. They're all yeah, it's like, look at this scum. fat, sweaty guy getting a gander <laughs> and me going up this rope. Yeah, I'm just here for a front row seat because he didn't even clarify it for those two when they do it. And, oh, gosh. Know, and uh, tip 100 bits to find out who won the rope. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was definitely not guess. Jeremy. I'll give yeah. you one guess who won that rope climb. Also, the benefit was of me creeping her out is that they immediately cleared the rope. It's true. The she she just, was gone. She's like, not nah, dog. Not rope climbing anymore, so she says. All right, Chris, now you can't see that yet because we'd be able to see it, right? Yeah, you're going to do that. Got it. I'm doing that. All right. So Jeremy Kerr cannot see this. Just for your guys' benefit, I also won't be able to see it because I'm going to be looking at Jeremy Kerr doing the description. But I get get 20 seconds to look at this and remember as many details as possible. And then I get two minutes to describe it to Jeremy and Kara to see how well they can draw it. The most accurate rendition of what I saw wins. So I'm going to go ahead and start the timer, and I'm going to look at the card. Okay. So he's memorizing it. So I've got 15 seconds. All right. This, oh, my gosh. This, this, is, this is the hardest based. one yet. This isn't skill Oh, it's based. hard. He said it's a hard one. This is accuracy to Chris, not the ability to draw. Okay, whatever. Because if it was the ability to draw, I would lose. Yeah, Kara is obviously the better artist. Okay, so the clock is starting out. Okay, and so I was attacked by the King of Hearts. Okay. Wearing a Joker hat. And his left hand held up is a bottle of wine. And his right hand held low is a bunch of grapes. The King of Hearts wearing a Joker hat. And his left hand held up is a bottle of wine. And his right hand held low is a bunch of grapes. I what can't. way was the bottle angled? Straight up and down? Like, like he's like holding it up, like brandishing it. So he's holding it by like the base. It's it's held right side up. I'm trying to think if I can think of anything else. I really hope I'm very confident in well, what I've said. I really hope that this isn't inaccurate because people can definitely see <laughs> what the card is. So king king of hearts in a Joker hat, left hand held high, bottle of wine, right hand held low, bunch of grapes. He might be wearing jingly jester shoes. He might not be. What was in his other hand besides the wine? Left hand held high, wine. Right hand held low, grapes. I really hope I don't have those backwards either. Like, I'm very, the more I say it, the less confidence I have that what I saw was accurate. Any other questions? Was Uh, he 2D? Was he 2D? Like uh, 38 actually, seconds left. Like a playing card? Yeah, it, it, is, it was the King of Hearts. The King of Hearts incarnate. Jester hat. Bottle of wine held up in the left hand. Bunch what of grapes corner was King of Hearts in upper left or upper right? God, I don't know. Upper right, probably. I have no idea. Whatever this is, a conventional playing card, I would imagine. Now I think I'm, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Seven seconds left. Any other questions? Nope. Do you look happy or mad? 
Oh gosh, that's a good question. Happy? All right. This is horrible. Okay. How how did I do? Oh, he looks drunk. Oh no! What? Uh okay. Well, well hold on, hold on. Let me don't look at it. Let's see your drawings first. Okay, all right. So Chris, was this the man that attacked you? Was this <laughs> the man? Oh Jeremy. What? <laughs> Uh, the the hands are outside of the frame oh, of the car. No, I'm thinking inside the zone of the playing card. Well, so here's the thing that I didn't notice. Interesting. It's the king on top. It's the queen on the bottom. Interesting. Oh. So I didn't notice that, but so this is the border of the playing card. As you can see, how talented Kara is. I did everything in the card: the hat, the yep. wine, and the thing. Interesting. So you know when you give kids that you're supposed to tell if you're good at like so I, instructions? I, it's interesting that Kara, every time I say right and left hand, you drop backwards. <laughs> I got the I hand did. orientation correctly, That's right? That, the other thing that like the that the on the octopus, she drew the things in the opposite hands as well. So Funny. I But Kara yeah. overall is more accurate. Yeah, you so, would think so as a hygienist, I, you, I could figure this out. So Jeremy did Put the King of Hearts symbol on the sides that I told him to. I was wrong about that. Kara was right about what sides the King of you Hearts. You know, I had him, but because I asked, I moved yeah. it because I thought it was pertinent. Yeah, so. Mm. Interesting. Well, Kara definitely wins because she drew everything on the outside, and that's a very important part. I, I, I blame myself slightly for not being that clear. Jeremy, I gave you an eraser. Oh, my goodness. Here I am using a uh, sprinkler to put out, and, I, and now I got a fire hose. Fi forest fire? Good grief. <laughs> it take me hours to clear that out. I think yeah, just so three, Cam, three rounds the, sounds about right. So that Cam, was, right? The, was the major detail the fact that the queen was on the bottom? What? What am I doing? <laughs> I'm curious what the major detail. I, I think that would be the major detail that I missed is that this is down here. I want that one. Troglodyte. Get out of here. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. So kind of fun. that was that kind one. Of fun. All right. So in case people are wondering, like this is what the this is the we have a lot of them to do. There's a whole bunch here. We're not doing them all tonight, but no, okay. no, no. Every I, single one of them. I figure we'll do three rounds, and if people go crazy, we could do throw yeah. in a bonus. All right, round. so I'm gonna okay. You can't see it. I'm gonna place this and then start the timer. Get it right like that. Okay, and Why timer started. To do the hands on the outside. Oh my gosh! This made sense. Maybe I think of, I thought of Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Where all the cards? They have hands, uh. Yeah, hands and feet. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was built into the card. Nope, they've got hands and feet. Kind of funny though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I got more imagination. You don't. Pure imagination. Oh no! All right, Chris. Tell us, you were on your way to the grocery store, and this villain jumped you in an alley. Mugged an old lady. I would be ah! terrified. Okay, okay. So it is a snake. Facing to the left. The head of the snake is an insect face, like a mantis. Growing out of its head is a mushroom. So it's facing left. Insect face, snake body. Out of its head is growing a mushroom. Out of its tail is growing an apple. So then, so there's the classic like snake shape. So imagine, you know, so the snake is facing to the side, like its, its body comes down and then it kind of goes like into the serpentine shape, right? Where its chest would be is a gaping open mouth, screaming 
With a parrot sitting on the tongue? Where was the mouth? It was in the, the mouth middle? is like in the chest. So if the snake is like, you know how the snake like, it's like head, then it comes down like into the, like the chest area and then it goes into the serpentine bit. Yeah. It's like where it comes down to like that sort of chest area. Okay. Almost that entire thing is a wide open mouth. Is it looking to the left or to the right? It's facing the same direction as the snake. So okay. it's all facing left and it's like screaming open. And I think it's got upper teeth. I can't remember if it has lower teeth or not. There's a tongue with a parrot on it also facing to the left. I think that's everything I can remember. I really hope that that's all the stuff. Like, I, mean, I had my eyes closed for that because I'm trying to revisualize the card. Snake facing to the left. A mushroom growing out of its this head. Is- Insect head. Like a mantis of some type. Mushroom growing out of its head, apple growing out of its tail. Like imagine like the stem of the apple is connected to the tip of the tail. I, I don't like bugs, so I'm having a very difficult time drawing a bug. Imagine Venonat on top of the snake, basically. It's like snake torso Venonat. Really? Essentially. But not fuzzy. Gross bug texture. Okay. Mushroom, apple. Well, how much time do we have? Gaping open that's it. Oh, well, I guess that's it. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna turn this off. I'm going to bring this back cute. over. Mine's freaking adorable. All right. Let's see what you guys have drawn. You would Tara not be Shoy. scared to run into this. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell. So here is a uh, mushroom head, venonat face, a pea trap to a sink drain for some <laughs> silly reason, and an apple on the tail over here. He's got teeth up here. He's got his I've little got parrot. Teeth. He's got teeth on the body. I, right, so I did. I did explicitly say like the tip of the tail was like the the stem of the apple. Oh, this. I got probably closer to the, that than me. Oh, wow. I see. That's actually kind of cool. So, Let me see I, so yeah, it had upper teeth but no oh, lower Jared. teeth. So the tongue was the bird head. That's what messed me up. Oh, mine kind of looks like it's the tongue. Yeah, I, the Kara's is closer for sure. It is closer. <laughs> This, so this is absolutely insanity. Yours was not a bad effort. This is actually a good. I've so I have the group, the drawing group that you sent me, Chris, on YouTube. Oh, Drawfy. Drawfy. They do this, don't they? They they're do stuff told, like this, yeah. I think I've seen one or two where they're told to draw like a Pokemon. Their a Pokemon is described to them, and so they. Yep, exactly. Draw the, the Pokemon. It's actually kind of interesting. It's a, it's a good drawing exercise. So there was that one. That one was drawn initially by Sean. Okay, we can still Dale. see. You got to move it before you flip the card. Oh, yep. <laughs> Brad said that was the same snake that got Eve. <laughs> <laughs> it had the apple and everything. Yeah. Okay, I got to get my 20-second timer ready. That's a lot of information to remember in 20 seconds. I so feel like Chris I'm doing okay. Doing, you no, you're doing great. knockout job. Okay, so I'm going to get this positioned. This is a fun, like, this would be a fun to bring to, like, a, some party or something. It would be, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay, so starting my timer. Oh, my God, what is that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Your reaction, Chris. What is that? You're supposed to be memorizing right now. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, timer started. Okay. It is...
Just don't draw anything until I'm done sort of describing this. It is an ice cream cone of snakes. It's three snakes that, like, so the swirl of the cone is like their three bodies intertwined. And then, so, and they come, kind of comes up, and then there's a head in the middle and two heads off to either side. So it's an ice cream cone of snake swirl with three heads coming out, one on each side and one in the center. The ones on the left and the right are facing to the left and the right, respectively. So if it's on the left, it's facing off the card. If it's on the right, it's facing off the card. The center one is facing us. The outside ones, the left and right ones, have mohawks. The center one has a smoking chimney on his head. All of them have their tongues out, kind of flitting out a little bit. Um, again, sort of going the same directions, more or less, than the direction that they're facing. So there's three snakes in an ice cream cone. Sort of their bodies are the swirl together. There's one in the center, two on one on either side. They're all facing basically the direction. So the one in the center is facing at you. The ones on the left and right are facing to the left and right, respectively. The left and right ones have mohawks. The center one has a smoking chimney instead of a mohawk. And their tongues are out, flitting basically in the same directions that they're facing. It's a waffle cone. It has the, the hatchy texture of a waffle cone. It's funny you say that because I did a... You did the classic kind of like wedding cake shape one where it's like stem, big disc. It is just a triangular waffle cone. I'm trying to think if there's any other information that I can remember from that. I am doing terribly at this. They don't necessarily look happy or sad. They just kind of look like they're there. They might, if they were anything, they might what, be a little bit happy. What was the things that were on their heads one more time? Center Mohawk chimney? Mohawk on the left and the right, smoking chimney. Two minutes goes by so fast. Okay. You're drawing still. Stop okay, drawing. Hold on. Hold on. Stop no, drawing. You, 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 don't, you don't get to draw anymore, Jeremy. You don't get to draw anymore. You're done. You're done. No. Okay. You're going to break it. All right. Let's see. Do what I get you an drew. extra five seconds of drawing time? No. We should let's see each what you get drew. extra five seconds. No. You get nothing. Let's see what you drew. Jeremy's is. I don't know. They're both kind of. Oh, I <laughs> see. So you just drew the cone over the cone. Okay. Okay, so here is what I was I saw. pressed for time. Oh, that's cool. They look like Roman Mohawks. Yeah, well, I mean, what what was a Mohawk look like otherwise? Uh, like I did a punk Mohawk with spikes. That's the first one I did, but then I thought it looked like a crown, so I did the straight across Mohawk. Really? Yep. Okay, so yeah, just keep those held out. So Jeremy got the texture of the cone, right? I was going for that. If I would have had that extra two seconds that Jeremy had. Funny, funny. I could have put the texture in the cone. Who okay, so, has two so, wins? It's fine. I, I think I have to give it to Kara because the texture of the bodies is right. She has the smoking chimney on the head. The only thing Jeremy has that Kara doesn't is the waffle on the cone. And everything else is honestly fairly even in terms of detail, I would say. I think I have to give this one to Kara. I think it's Man, a clean sweep. Clean sweep. That was tough. It was close. Oh, the Kara. It was very close. <laughs> Clean sweep. This game was everything I wanted to be more. It was on sale for five bucks off, so I got a deal. Okay. It's very Minnesota. If anybody wants to tip us five dollars for <laughs> having played that, please feel free. So funny. So funny. Well, that's a good game to just have around. That's really really fun. Should we should we make that like a redeem of some type? We maybe? could do yeah. that. We could do that. Um, Ryan, Brad's gonna kill you. 
What happened? What he happened? Oh, yeah, again? Ryan did another voice changer. Uh, is it always it. the chipmunk one? Yeah, that's oh. what I have it set to. Oh. Chris, your drawer is done. Is it? Let's see how it turned out. Ooh. So here's what's fun. Um, I had only ever like used my FlashForge, and we know how loud, or you guys have heard the story of how loud that is. We're going to talk about 3D printing and making stuff in general. Moving on okay. to the meat and potatoes of this episode. So For the next 15 minutes. So... Over the years, we started watching a guy named Twitch, named Chris Perillo, uh, Loyal Moses, who made the helmet. And they stream, and they have their printers right there. And I was like, oh, yep. you guys get your printer so quiet. Well, 3D printer technology has even advanced so much further than when I had started 3D printing. Can you put a new motherboard in it to make it quiet? I th- we, Chris and I were talking about that. We want to see if we can make the Flash Forge more qui- like quieter. Yeah. And so Chris has now been printing right there. And before, I mean, I could hear the printer playing his day, and I couldn't hear it at all from over here. So Chris, you want to show this off what you're building? Mini. I know people can't hear me. One of the mini projects that we have going on right now. Oh, this drawer oh, came cool. out literally perfect. That is awesome. Okay, so this Chris printed, and he is going to be printing it full of drawers. How many hours is the box itself, Chris? The box is 26 hours. Dang. 26 hours to have this printed. That is impressive. Although I've heard, like, in the world of 3D printing, it's once you get into, like, two or three-day prints that people are like, oh, that's a long print. Well, that's what I was doing for Jeremy's clone armor, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's for the, insane. For I just, I'm so, so impatient. Okay. Chris, continue. this box came out really well. There's one spot of, like, under extrusion. That's it. You think I should just fire up another one, or? Might as well. I mean, okay. you're going to print more. I mean, it's the right size. Are you talking about? Yep, just that little yeah. tiny spot. It's a little bit right So there. what I might end up doing is, like, as I print these out, because, oh. like, in some drawers, it's, like, the perfect size. There's a couple that's still a little bit long because of the weird bowed nature of yeah. it. Like, yep. if you put it out towards the edge, it might stick out a little bit. So I might even go in and custom make shorter ones still yet. Just make it, like, a couple millimeters shorter. Yeah, so, so it'll... Chris has... You have a metric, like, nut and bolt kit? Yeah. So, for example, one of the problems with uh, the store-bought nut and bolt kit is the... It's, like, a fit tackle box... Except the middle dividers don't go all the way up to the lid. So if you mm-hmm. shake it or it gets tossed around, they're all going to get mixed together. They know yep. all your sizes. Something like this, just simple, quick. You make it home. It is probably cheaper. Storage devices, even at Harbor Freight, are kind of expensive. So it's kind of a nice thing to do. I have one that looks like a, a sci-fi one. But we have been printing and making projects like a madman. So um, you have been referred to before as Cam's uncle. So Cam's uncle has been... Um, trying to make a new project. So we've been helping 3D print some stuff for this project that he's working on. And there was, uh, he sent me the list and I threw everything onto my printer and I'm looking and it was like, wow, there's like over 30 pieces. How can we get this printed in a quick amount of time? I think we can do it. So Chris, David, myself, Kara, mm-hmm. have been all been firing up our printers and keeping them going. And we've got everything almost done in the nick of time. It went way faster than I thought it was, but it was a really fun project. I can't wait to see how this thing comes together. And if it's really cool, I kind of want to build one. I, heck. I you want to say what it is? Yeah, we can say what it is. Yeah, we can say what it is. So it's a do-it-yourself, uh, like, tabletop CNC machine. Cool. And so it uses uh, metal conduit piping, and then you mount a, a DeWalt, or you could use a Makita, I think is the other one, a router, and you mount it on there, and then you take a ostensibly 3D printing motherboard, slap some firmware on that thing, and yeah, it rolls up and down the table. You can set the X and Y axis, and it'll cut stuff out of wood, cut stuff out of metal. You can put a laser on it because Kara's wanted a laser. I've been wanting a laser printer. A laser, yeah. and you can put any, any tool head you want to mount on it. You can mount on it, which is really neat. 
You could put like a whipped cream can in there and you could just do like cool whipped cream designs. Um, okay. There is a chocolate 3D printer that I want. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I got a mullet. Now I got the mullet, but I'm completely bald up front. <laughs> anyway, there's a chocolate 3D printer that I want so bad. It prints, 3D prints chocolate. Maybe for your birthday next year. Uh, yeah, Jeremy. Christmas. Christmas too soon. Well, <laughs> the look of disappointment <laughs> in your face. Kara absolutely loves. So Chip's first birthday party was themed Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. And this year we're trying to decide between Hot Wheels and Dinosaurs. I am going to do Dark Hot Wing Wheels Duck. and Dinosaurs. No, you can't. Can. Can. Dark Wing Duck. You gotta be. Dark Wing Duck. Dark <laughs> when he's a little Duck. older, we'll talk about Dark it. Dark Wing Duck. You can do Dinosaurs and Hot Wheels. No, do, do one or the other because then the next year you do the other one. What if he doesn't like either of them by the time he's three? Well, that's true. We're not talking about three. We're talking about two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we save one. That'd it's going to be both. Luck. It's going to be both. We're going to put we little dinosaurs and put them in the Hot Wheels. So if Kara had the chocolate printer, she could print her own 3D, like, chocolate cars or dinosaurs with mohawks riding around in <laughs> Hot Wheels cars. Yep. Um, but anyways, so Cam's uncle. Now, I, I did I talk about this last week on the podcast and the issue of... The issue of, or do you want to do the reveal? You can yes. do the reveal. You were holding on to it. Uh, <laughs> let me know. Reach out to me because we're going to have a limited number run for the first amount of these. I've been mentally keeping track of everybody who's like here tonight, I'm sure would probably have some interest. And we have other people like uh, uh, Frankie and um, Gabe. Gabe in Puerto Rico would probably love one of these. Kara, show them the. Oh, no, is that a new one? Yeah. Well, so, so like you said, just need a beard now. So you did not. That's so funny. So I just looked one up. Should I, should I, should I show it off? <gasps> oh, <wow. laughs> now <I> date me. <laughs> drum roll. Brrr. Do you have a drum roll on your soundboard? I, how am I going to do this? With my beard. Oops. So look at that. That is. There's the texture. That texture is piece sick. Piece of Beskar from the Mandalorian. With the but, Rise of the Podcast logo. But instead of the Imperial Cog. It this is has, the most ridiculous reveal ever. Is, I'm just going to say. Is. Just I, take in the context of what's happening. I, yeah, it's like. <laughs> and it doesn't go away. <laughs> Brad said he was in prison with a guy that looked like Kara. <laughs> It's oh, it's still not gone. It yet. tracks the eyeballs. I don't know. There, there we, we go. go. Back on Jeremy. Anyway, this thing is awesome. It's, it's heavy. So freaking. Cool. I'm gonna do a. What should I do? A close up on a close up or on the? Yeah, wall? just just go ahead and bring it into the. the okay, can we turn off the, the the beard? Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. That is amazing. The detail and the. the Watermarks of like the casting of the Beskar ingot. Um, the the detail on the surface actually plays so much better on the camera. Like it looks cool in person, but like on the camera, it's just yeah. like, shining through. It, it I don't even hear me, but you can hear you. Oh, anyways, I can't believe when Cam's uncle handed me this tonight. It was just something I won't forget. It's something I won't forget. Um, 
being, being someone who's worked with plastic for so long, actually being able to reproduce something you love and cherish in metal is just the coolest thing to me. It's um, ridiculous. We it's talked awesome. about the shape and the design, and he's like, ah, it didn't feel right, so we made it a little bit bigger, and I just made the absolutely right call. I mean, it just looks, imagine, there's going to be a stack. It weighs stack. like a trillion pounds. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's dense. A stack of, well, we're just so used to plastic, right? Yeah, yeah. that's true. You know, it's just, it's, uh, but imagine a stack of these, and we need, they make. Cam says the pattern is awesome, by the way. It is incredible. The pattern is amazing. Um, they make that ice cream container thing that he had them in. They make that. We could make that as a display piece, but even just for one, right? Like we could make it and then have um, the inside be angled ever so slightly. Yeah, then, like a little show off case. Yeah, a little show off case and just, you know, have it sitting there on set. Yeah, people aren't going to believe this when they see it in person. So it's if amazing. You, if you want one of these, the first run is going to be 20, and that is going to be, they're going to be numbered. Reach out to us. You can't pick your number. One is claimed. One is claimed. Uh, but even then, two, I've got, Kara and I are going to take two and eight, because 20 and eight's my jam. Uh, anyways, reach out to us, and we're going to hook people up with these as just a, as a thing that we do, and I... For watching for as long as you guys all have, I'm gonna post them. And I know, like Brad Swanky, uh, Chris, Cam, I don't have to mail to see him in person. <laughs> um, but these are incredible, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see what other cool things that we continue making mm-hmm. uh, in the future because it's just been what we've already been able to do so far has been is, is really really yeah. cool. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. for for that. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, being involved in the manufacturing process is, is just something I've always enjoyed. And mm-hmm. like I said, when we first got down to the space, we were like tinkering and stuff like that. And you can see all of the props we printed, um, like, you know, gold C3PO, gold uh, Pokeballs. C3PO. Well, yeah, go, yeah. Gold and gold C3PO. And gold, gold one, C3PO. Gold, two, yeah, gold C3PO <laughs> and all the Darth Vader busts. Like we, we still enjoy. need one that's got a red arm. Um, it's not. And a silver leg. Set. But Chris made his own uh, DL44 Han Solo's blaster. Oh, so I knocked that over today, and I broke a different part of the scope you did off. Not. No, you did not. That was collateral damage with the Nerf gun, wasn't it? At one point. Yes, it was. It got shot by a Nerf gun. Yeah, the the big part of the scope came off. Oh, who redeemed IMDb game? Oh, Jeremy. This was three. Everybody on set has already seen it. Yeah, so it's just the back part of the scope I actually knocked off. Because, like, I was always oh, moving that chair, that rolly chair, and I bumped it into the stand that has my uh, projector can't. on it. And the thing fell down in the back part of the... Uh, so I can glue it back on, but... If Final Destination was a physical object, it'd be that. <laughs> yeah, that thing, thing is... It the, where it is, it's, it takes collateral damage. Yep. Yeah, that thing has bitten the dust several times. It has been shot multiple times with darts. It's crazy. Okay, so uh, we'll take a quick pause. Somebody did the uh, redeemed. Yep, uh, Ryan redeemed game. the IMDb game. So that is, uh, is that not playing the music for some reason right now? What did Cam say? Oh, um, he's he's making his guess for the IMDb game. Got it. I uh, Give me one second. We're, this is, Things are going to go crazy. I'm just going to go into the game real quick and try and fix the audio. All right, that I don't so think I don't cool. think that it's playing. 
Okay, well, whatever. We don't get the IMDb game music. Sorry. All right, so Chris, explain the IMDb game. All right, so for those of you who do not know, the IMDb game works as such. We pick an actor or actress and use IMDb's listed credits as actor to compare against Sean Connery. So in this circumstance, Arnold Schwarzenegger was chosen by Ryan. So it is our job to determine whether or not Arnold Schwarzenegger has appeared in more films or fewer films than screen legend Sean Connery. Mm. To maintain the integrity of the game, not going to IMDb and looking up how many things Sean Connery has been in is imperative. But if you want to be a cheater, you can go ahead and do that. (laughs) So I'm going to go to IMDb. I'm going to double check Sean Connery because it's been a hot minute. Well, I'm going to have to spell Connery. Oh, not Sean Connolly. Sean Connery. Silly game. My initial gut instinct, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger less? Has been more. Really? Yes. My initial thought is less. He was one of the biggest actors in the mid 90s. Wasn't he the <sighs> most, like, so there was obviously somebody who had the highest paid role. Then didn't Arnold take that away as the most highest paid actor yeah, at one point? Yes, he was the highest paid actor. Whoa, this is a, this is a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Oh, oh my that's goodness. nice. Uh, funny. Anyway, so what are you guys going with? Oh, interesting. I'm going to say more. He's appeared in more, you're saying? I'm going to go less. You're going less? I like a good split. Oh, so Ryan says it is playing the music, even though it's not metering. Ryan's yeah. saying more. Cam is saying less. More. Less. Less. More right. less. 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 We're in agreement over there is less as well. Arnold Schwarzenegger has appeared in fewer films. Yes! Than Way. <laughs> Get out of right. here. Was it close? You don't have to say numbers. Uh, honestly, not particularly. Really? So, there you go. That is the IMDb game. I really thought Jingle All the Way would have just put him, you know. Yeah, that counts for like 50 on its yeah, own. That just put him over. How do you <laughs> top that movie? Jingle All the Way is next. I did watch it around Christmas time last year. I've not watched that one. In a Jeremy while. is a Scrooge when it comes to Christmas movies, so well, cri- I have to watch them without Jeremy. I mean, so here's what you need to watch: so Die Hard, Ernest yep. Saves Christmas, <laughs> Lethal Weapon, first Lethal Weapon set around Christmas, um, other Christmas movies. The Grinch. I, I, I do. Oh. I do love my Home Alone. Um, Home Alone. Home Alone. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. The S- Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Is Santa Claus is worth watching. That's like the ag- first actual Christmas movie. That that would be. That's White about Christmas, the extent. White Christmas, Holiday that? Inn. Nope. Boo. Those aren't. It's boo. a Wonderful Life. No. <laughs> See, they know what's up. <laughs> no. To, wh- what? Why am I put on a timeout on the end? Because oh, you sorry, don't like Jerry. White Christmas, Holiday Inn, or It's a Wonderful Life. Bring it on my shelf while you're getting up. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jeremy's a Scrooge. So I had to watch we, it myself. Um, have you had to do a movie review recently? No. Nobody's gotten a spin for a movie review. Last yeah. night oh, it was... Swanky says Gremlins. Mm, you guys are weird. Uh, Cam says his fame comes from bodybuilding and his political career. Frosty so the Snowman. Films. Yeah. What's that? Frosty the Snowman. The animated one? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess I've seen this so many times that I don't have any need what to see it. What was the one you guys... Bad... No, what was the one you guys wanted to watch... Last year, two years ago, you guys are like, oh, fat man. Yes. And it's where Santa's like 
Mel Gibson is Santa and he's like yes. killing people. Like he's he's an assassin. And uh, like, did you watch it? No, we didn't. But there was like a little boy who was like, yeah, I didn't no, want a little, this yeah, man. little boy wishes for Santa to get or put, takes out a hit on Santa Claus. That's right. That's what it is. So, did you watch it? No, but I, I haven't watched it. Ryan says that it's decent. I think. Okay, here's what we do. We actually watch it and I do a movie review on it Should around Christmas time. Around Christmas time. Okay, the Rise of the Podcast Holiday Special. <laughs> We should watch the Star Wars holiday special, actually, and do a review on that. I'm <laughs> good and bad. A Star Wars good and bad on the holiday special. How I think it's going to be more bad, bad than good. There's probably good things in there, like Harrison Ford's in it. <laughs> Justin did a review of it. Jeremy, you're on timeout. I and Chris are having a conversation. You are on timeout. I literally have a timeout. There's a timeout in the corner. Yeah, people can tell Jeremy to leave the set. Uh, Cam says I'll cheer 500 bits for a movie review. So just if you just let us know what you want us to have Kara watch. The yeah. the plebes can try to do the wheels. Here's the thing, Cam. I feel like you haven't steered me wrong when it comes to movies yet. So because he he's on back, he's done. Uh, it was uh, maybe chef. you don't want to be back yet. Right. He did the um, chef. The the uh, movie theater the majestic. The majestic. Yep, those are the two. Feel free to Has use your own microphone. <laughs> he wasn't the one to make me watch stupid surf ninjas. Surf ninjas was Why surf? are you so angry about that? It's it a was, good movie. When was the last time you watched it? Who Yesterday. Just, who just <laughs> sent Lies. me a message about surf ninjas? Somebody sent me a message and it was nominated for some... Worst movie ever? It might have been. Nominated for a, a poor movie in the yep. past. Who was I talking to that was had watched it and they were reminiscing about... Needing to rewatch it. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Did we do anything yesterday? Was it your parents? No. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I was talking to somebody and they're like, oh, I need to do a rewatch. And I was like, uh, you re oh, it was Josh. Mimi's Josh. Oh, of Surf Ninjas? Yeah. We were talking about how I do movie reviews for the podcast and, um, I was like, I told them, I told them the cheers ones the I reviewed and I told them that I had to review Surf Ninjas and Josh was like, Surf Ninjas. He's like, I need to rewatch that. And I was like, when was the last time you watched it? And he was like, probably 30 years ago. And I was like, be prepared to have your brain melted. So <laughs> I went back pure. and rewatched. I didn't watch one, but I rewatched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and 3. And 2 is better than I was giving it credit for. And I wasn't saying that it was bad. It's definitely yeah. not as good as 1. But it's still pretty good. Yeah. 3 also better than I remember it, honestly. Oh. I was like, I remember being like, meh, whatever. But it's like, it's like, it's. It's not anywhere close to the first two. Yeah. No. But it's not anywhere as like, like if one is like ninjas. an 8.5, two is like an 8, and three is like a 7 to me. Uh, Cam said The Legend of Beggar Vance. Haven't you not seen that? No. You haven't seen is that? Is that the one with uh, oh. Will Smith? Yeah. I, yes. I've not seen that one. I must now turn to the internet and see. Where do we watch it? The Legend of Beggar Vance. Of Beggar Vance. It's from 2000. Okay. It does have Will Smith in it. Keep his wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> you just went there. Swanky's <laughs> um, never seen it either. Hulu. You can watch it on Hulu. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Speaking of, okay, before I wrap up, Chris, I'm assuming you have not watched uh, episode 50 of season four of Gumball. Nope. I haven't, I have not logged into Hulu yet even. When you do watch it, it's just the, the whole episode is from the point of view of their local news channel and it will resonate with you because of your job. Okay. The whole entire thing. It's funny. It's amazing. 
All right. So, it do we want to really raid Vile Mods? I think they're on right now. Is Vile yeah, Mods on? We've been, we have been trying to raid Vile Mods, and we always end up raiding somebody else. Yeah, take that, Dave. <laughs> Dave. All right. So, I'm going to get the raid ready. All right. Who is the vision? Kiko Vision, we are live. Uh, Brad said, I was once in a convent with a girl that looked like Jeremy. <laughs> Brad is full of stories that never happened. Oh, Brad. <laughs> so, anyway. Who's Kiko Vision? Uh, they've been here before. Yeah. Are they streaming? I, are they, well, I don't know. Are they streaming? That's a good question. Well, they're here, so I'm assuming no. Or is yeah, Kiko so, Vision? Yeah, well, if they're streaming, why would they be on our stream? That's a good question. Oh, I just, oh, we live. Do they realize that we're live? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's a reference to something. Oh. So anyway, we're about you to be done being live. melted Jeremy's brain Got there, Kiko Vision. Yeah, Kiko, like, what, what a time to have him. everything fall apart husband. right at the end. As well as Jeremy falling apart, we would like to apologize to the audio-only listeners as everything that we've done here tonight has not translated well to those just listening. Um, but actually, the monster game probably worked. You could probably visualize in the, your mind's eye. As well as we The exact monster <laughs> that was being described. But for those of you that uh, were not <laughs> able to do so, I apologize. Uh, that being said, you can join us live every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on twitch.tv slash rise of the podcast. Hang out, contribute, make random suggestions, spin the wheel, all those funny things. You can also go to youtube.com slash rise of the podcast and catch all of our old episodes Hello. and interact with us some more there. Um, don't forget to comment if you're watching on YouTube. Don't forget to comment down below with uh, what do we, with your favorite Star Wars monster that may or may not have made the list. And also, don't forget to like and subscribe while you're over there. Make sure that uh, you know you show the world that it's content that needs to continue to be made. All of that said, thanks everybody for joining us tonight. I had a really good time. Uh, the Jeremy and Kara were here. <laughs> anyway, thank you everybody so much for watching. And of course, may the force be with you.